Welcome to the Dr. Diamond Podcast, where doctors learn from industry experts proven methods to grow their practices like the top 1%. And now your hosts, President of OfficeAutomated.com, Robert Barton, and the CEO of New Patient Group, founder of the Dr. Diamond Club, national keynote speaker, and featured in Dental Economics, Forbes, and CNBC, Brian Wright. Hello, listeners. My name is Brian Wright, co-host of the Dr. Diamond Club podcast. Welcome back to another episode along with my other co-host, Dr. Robert Barton. Robert, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Brian. How are you? Doing good. Excited for the topic today, talking about online reviews, reputation management, how important it is today's consumer. And you know, as we were talking about a few minutes ago, uh, you know, listeners, about, this is probably five, six weeks ago now. Robert and I were in Los Angeles. We had a meeting. You know, we land, and as any normal human being would be, we're very hungry after a long airline travel day. And, you know, we, we really wanted steak, so we whipped out our phones, and we're both sitting there walking walking down the street, looking at which restaurant had the best reviews. And, you know, again, we're looking for a steak restaurant, and that's how we made our decision after going through, God, Robert, how many did we go through? Ten different restaurants at least? Oh, it was, it was a lot. I know that. But, you know, it was all predicated on the reviews, and uh, that's the point. Yeah, and I think that between the menus, the wine, we're looking at all that stuff, of course. But our final decision was made between you know who had the most reviews and the, and the highest rating, and that's who we went to. We had a good night out. But the point there is, is if they didn't have those reviews, Robert and I never would have stepped foot into their practice. And the way the consumer is today, it's no different inside a healthcare practice. Yeah, Brian, you remember the next day we were looking for uh, maybe a, a taco place or a Mexican food place with some margaritas. And of course, we went to the place that had the best reviews. And then you didn't like the type of margaritas they had. So we were going to, we actually turned around and left. And I said, you know what? I'm going to check the reviews on this other place. And if they're not very good, we're turning around. And sure enough, we checked the reviews and they were like three and a half stars. And we turned our little tails around and we headed back to the one that had the better reviews and, and we had a fantastic experience. They, it was, it was good top to bottom, you know? Yeah. I wish the name, I wish I remember the name of it. I would give a plug for them. Well, I reviewed them so I, I can look it up, but, um, but no, they, I reviewed them because, you know, that's what we're about and I want to give props where props are due. Yeah. I think too many people write the negative reviews, but don't take the time to to write a good positive one when they had a good experience, which is another important topic about what we're talking about today. Yeah, that bartender was great. And yeah, I'm glad we turned around. The reviews told all because the food was good. The experience was good. And if, you know, next time we're in Los Angeles, we'll be going back. So, you know, and, and that brings us to our topic today, which is all about reviews and your online reputation. There's a lot of components to online online reputation, but reviews probably is, is the top, uh, top of the, the pyramid, if you will in terms of the most important, the tip of the spear, if you will. And we've been experimenting in, in our practice with some review mechanisms. We have a review platform, and that works really well. And I've experimented with just using a review platform and sending a link to our, our patients and, and having them kind of carry through and, and leave the review. I won't go into all the specifics on that. And then I experimented with just the email campaign version of that, which was where emails come with our blog post that we that we release, and then they have a review link at the bottom, and both drive reviews. But this next um, effort that we're going to be pushing for 
And I, I think having more reviews and better, obviously, than any of your competition, it, it just slays competition. I mean, I mean, we're getting so many patients right now from our online reputation and in our reviews that it's just it's just an incredible thing to focus on. But our new thing that we're going to focus on is, as of yesterday, is having the staff really interact with the patients. And we give, we give a little gift or a little prize, and we don't tell the, the patients what that prize is, but it's a little bit of a carrot that we dangle. And we put them into the automated reputation management system that we have as a part of Office Automated. And then we have the, we're training the staff how to interact with that patient, dangle that little carrot, but be fun with it. We went over the role plays yesterday and, and kind of uh, did a little bit of uh, demonstration with uh, role playing. And that is the next thing that I want to do to, um, you know, to, to really drive these reviews. Well, I mean, clearly the stats prove that it works. I mean, what, what did you say last month? It was a, maybe it was this month. It was a record month for, for internet referrals for you. Yeah, the uh, our, our internet referrals actually quadrupled compared to all of last year's average, and that is having a lot or everything to do with our our blog posting, our video production, uh, putting those into an automated email sequence, and then driving those reviews as well. Because when Google sees that you're helping them achieve their business model, which is fresh content on your your website, so that when people sit down to search for what you can solve for them. Google can show them the freshest, best content that's relevant to that search. You're actually helping them with their business model. And when you have super strong reviews or uh, certainly stronger than anyone else in your particular market, you're going to just absolutely slay the competition. So in literally one month, we had a quadruple increase in our internet referrals. And uh, it's just, it's neat to see Google doing what, what we think they would do when you put this kind of effort toward your online reputation and online presence. Well, that's why I love this podcast listeners, because you know, whether it's guests that, that we have on or whether it's just Robert and I chat and Robert is great at giving it from his own practice perspective, the stats, how it's increasing and just really has a great mind on a commercial sense for, for a doctor, in my opinion. And then us talking about it from a consumer psychology standpoint. So what a lot of you might not know is that two of the eight consumer psychology principles are liking and consensus. And while both of them sound common sense whenever you hear what they are, uh, it's still psychology. The liking just talks about people like to follow uh, who they like. So if you get on and you see five-star reviews written by 50 different people, it's a trust factor. It goes into liking and it's consumer psychology. And the other one is consensus. People like to do what others are doing. So if 10 people go and buy a brand new iPhone, then other people want to go buy a brand new iPhone. No different than the reviews. The reviews tell all because again, your marketing is not going to build a trust factor. But the trust factor has to be built with a multitude of things. So if people see five-star reviews, it is consumer psychology that's going to get them to go eat at that steak restaurant, that Mexican restaurant, or go see your practice. So, so important. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. You know, again, there are a lot of, there are a lot of components to your online reputation. It's, it's the type of content you put out there. It's the type of information you put out there. It's the ability for a consumer to get to know the staff and or the doctor before they come in to, to see them and, and kind of know what your culture is about. And that can all be accomplished with various means. But, you know, the reviews, uh, you, I, I think the lesson that we've learned is if you have an automated review platform, which we have, 
and that's part of our office automated uh, suite of, of products, that works pretty well. And that actually moved the needle more than any other effort that we've ever uh, had with regard to getting reviews within, within my other business uh, peak. But the, uh, you know, the email campaign also moved the needle, but I think the staff engagement and the staff interaction is where it's really uh, going to, going to move the needle even more because we used the analogy at the grocery store yesterday that there's a grocery store chain in our particular area. And every time you go to the register to check out, they ask you, did you find everything okay today? And I asked the staff, I said, you know, do you think those new employees, when they started with this grocery store chain, do you think they came just knowing to ask that? No, they were trained to ask that by their employer. And I've never been to the line to check out and I wasn't asked that question. And so we have to make things as automatic as that. And sometimes in a healthcare practice, it doesn't happen as, as systematically as it should because we're not holding employees accountable. But, um, that, but you know, certainly the grocery store can get an employee to do it. And these are lesser paid employees than, than, what, than what we have. Uh, and so we should be able to do that as well. And, and having a process and a mechanism to have dialogue about reviews is probably one of the most important things that you could train staff on and have a, a staff meeting about because it's really going to build. It's a snowball effect. And when you have better reviews than everyone else, you're going to get that patient when, when people are sitting down to search for uh, the particular goods and services that, that they're searching for. And that is so well said. I mean, it's internal marketing. Listeners, look, no matter what you do, and it's why internal marketing ties everything together, without it, nothing else works or nothing else works nearly to the level it otherwise would. What Robert's talking about right there is a trained staff to ensure the right things are being asked in order for your reputation management software or, or your patient referrals, whatever it may be, if you want an increase of whatever you're trying to do, your staff has to be trained in the verbiage skills in order to pull it off. It doesn't matter what type of business you are. We like to make the restaurant analogies a lot because it's no different than the waiters being trained properly to say and ask the right things to the tables at the right times to get the tables to refer, to get the tables to buy a more expensive bottle of wine, to get them to say yes to you at a higher level is no different than inside your practice. You have to train your staff or have to have a company train your staff that specializes in it to know what to, what to say, when to say it, how to say it, and this is exactly how it ties into the reputation management is that your internal systems have to be great for them to even give you a good review to begin with. But if you have an automated reputation management platform, that's awesome. Good for you. You should have one. I really like Roberts with Office Automated. I think it's awesome. We use it. A lot of our clients use it. I think you should use it too because it is it is the best that I've seen. All that being said is, is that it's only as good as your staff. If you don't have a particular process to onboard that patient into the software, if you don't have a staff that's constantly asking for the reviews, then you're dealing with consumers. You call them patients, we call them consumers because the facts are they're not going to go and do it unless you have a staff that's trained in the proper way to get them to do it. It's funny to me that regardless of the conversation, it always turns back and not even on purpose. It always turns back to internal marketing. I mean, the, the reviews, the reputation, all that's great, but you're not getting them unless your staff is trained and then held accountable 
for asking for the review to get the information to get into the reputation management platform, which I, I want, I want Robert's going to tell you guys more how it works because I know how it works. You know, my clients use it, his clients use it, his own practice uses it. The stats prove that it works. But you know, you may people out there may be wondering, well, what, what exactly is the process? So Robert's going to walk you through that in just a second. But it just it all goes back to <laughs> it goes back to the internal. It's very hard. And I hear this all the time. Well, if they like us enough, they're going to go write a review. That and the facts not are, happen as is- much as you think it should happen. Because when people leave the practice or leave the business, they're in their own world again. They've forgotten about the encounter for the most part. And that's what the, the review platform actually does. It triggers some additional interaction with the, with the business. The entire concept with the Office Automated Reputation platform is the fact that you can send a text to the patient or to the, the customer and they're going to click the link within that text. And that link is going to ask a very simple question. And there's different workflows for this. But the question is, do you recommend this business or not? And if they press yes, that triggers them to be taken to the outside review platforms, Google, Facebook, Yelp. And there's a link there. And when they click that link, they're actually put directly onto that business's Google, Facebook, or Yelp, whatever they, whatever they click, right onto their review uh, area. And then they can very easily, you know, leave the review. Now, if they click no on that, do you recommend this business? That's essentially saying that this person did not have a very good experience. And for whatever reason, they're not recommending the business. And what it does is it routes them to an internal review process where they can express their concern. They can let, uh, you know, whoever know what, what happened. And they don't realize that they just got taken to an alternative review mechanism. And what that does is that routes back to, an office manager, the owner, whoever is set in the platform to be notified but that that review, that negative review comes internally instead of being projected externally. And that really, that gateway system is what makes it unique. And, uh, and again, you, you have to have a mechanism to reconnect with that person after they leave and sort of drive the the opportunity to get the reviews. Because if you just leave it up to people, you're going to get reviews at a, literally a fraction of the rate than if you had some sort of mechanism that you can plug into. Yeah, you have to, and especially to me, guys, in my opinion, everyone out there, you've got to have an easy way in order to automate the system to get positive reviews. Consumers will write negative reviews without you giving them an easy way to do it. If they don't have a good experience, they'll take the time to go to Google, Facebook, and they will do things to destroy you, right? They, they are happy to spend the time doing that, regardless of if it's and an the easy process. Is, is consumers feel like that's their only recourse. You know, they the people who are, are review um, savvy, if you will, they know that if they have a poor experience, a poor customer service experience, or whatever, and they're really uh, pushed over the edge, that is the recourse that they will take in order to to sort of make it right. And that's why, you know, businesses, you should never push a person to that point. You know, you should always make it right. Even, even if it costs a little bit of money, you will, you will spend far more money by having that negative review out there than you ever would by, by just making it right for that particular customer. Well, and that's a tip that everybody out there you can implement in regardless of you, if you own a practice or another business is that every employee has to be trained, has to be trained that before they leave that client of yours, the patient, client, whatever you call it, 
as they're leaving them, they need to say something to the effect of, was everything good today? Did I do a good job? How was your experience? It doesn't have to be robotic. They can say it in their own way because if, let's say you have a patient that is upset that they waited 15 minutes in the waiting room and nobody takes the time to say, you know, hey, Robert, how was your experience today? To give you an outlet to go, hey, look, you guys need to get better. I just waited 15 minutes in the waiting room, blah, blah, blah. That gives you a chance to overcome the situation now as opposed to Robert leaving the practice and going and hitting Facebook, Google, and other places and saying that you stink as an operation. Well, that's a good point because that's actually what we talked about with the staff yesterday is how do you open up this conversation? And the, and the what we came up with is we don't like to ask questions that we may not want the answer to. Like we don't ask patients, how are you doing today? We say, good to see you, great to have you here, things of that nature. So the question that is gonna be asked to the patients after they see the doctor is, did doctor so-and-so take good care of you today? That's, that's the question. And if they say a resounding, oh yes, absolutely, it was fantastic, love it, then that's, it. That, that's how you start the conversation for the review. Well, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to leave, I'm going to give you an opportunity to leave a review. I'm going to send you a little link and, and then they can go through the process and just kind of explain what's going to happen. What we do find is that sometimes people will click the yes, we recommend the business, but they don't follow through to get, uh, to actually leave the, the actual review. And it's about uh, 70% will not follow through. They'll click the internal review link, but not go to the external. And so we wanted to implement the opportunity to, to give them this little gift. In the review platform, our staff can, can basically look and see who just completed half the process, but not the other half. And then they can have further conversation with that patient or client down the road and, and say, hey, you know, I noticed that you left the internal review, but let me help you leave the external. Because they obviously were in that mode, but for whatever reason, life got in the way, they forgot about it, they were in the car when they did it, they started driving, you know, who knows what happened. But you have to have a way to to identify the people who only did half the process and dangle that little prize in front of them. And that prize for us is is something in particular, which is on a blog post on our website. And it's just a little gift that we can give them. At any rate, the envelope that we send them is intriguing and it, it's something that they can't resist but to open. And so that's what we do to kind of have a conversation that we're going to send them something special and then the staff keeps track of who has and who has not gone through and actually left the review. And when you're seeing 60 to 90 new patients a month, as we do, you can really grow these reviews. Even if you got 25% of those people leaving you know, five-star reviews, you're going to grow that really uh, exponentially. We do have two practices in our market who have more reviews than we do. However, they they don't, one of them doesn't have any recent reviews. So it's like they gave a little review push and then they stopped getting reviews. And so most of them are over a year old and Google wants fresh, recent content. So they start to put you above everyone else, even if you don't have as many, but if you have more recent activity and that's why, you know, putting, you know, blog posts, uh, of course we recommend video blog posts, which is part of what we do as well, but uh, at officeautomated.com. But the point is that, uh, you know, recent activity is more recognized by Google. Sure. No, and, and guys, again, you know what I'm going to say. It goes back to the internal. Think about how many times Robert was just talking about then the staff needs to follow up. The staff needs to say this, do this, etc. That's why internal marketing sits at the top. 
to ensure that everything else we're talking about today maximizes its success. Without it, it doesn't mean you're going to fail, but it certainly means you're going to lose opportunities because, again, what if you were that steak restaurant that didn't have the right reviews and, and we went somewhere else? And again, with the consumer today, you guys hear us talk about it. You hear guests that we have on all the time. The consumer today shops for your practice, your business, the exact same way they do any other type of business that they could go spend their disposable income on and see value in doing so. Extremely important that you get this streamlined in your practice and have a easy automated mechanism that consumers can go and write a good review. But it doesn't replace the importance of your staff asking for it. I see that all the time, Robert. Oh, yeah, we pay for a technology. It helps us with reviews. Well, is your staff trained to ask? Are they trained to ask how was the experience? Are they trained to create that conversation? Do they know what to say? If the patient says, no, I didn't have a good, I didn't have a good experience, all of that stuff has to be trained on at high levels in order to maximize your reviews. It's just a fact. It's totally true. Another nice thing about reviews with regard to the staff and the, and the staff interaction is it's very measurable. We can actually quantify how many new patients we have. We can look in there and see how many people have been sent the link, and we can see how many people and what kind of percentage of people are actually um, carrying through and, and leaving the external review on Google, Facebook, et cetera. And you can create a percentage there and you can see what kind of efficiency your staff has with regard to carrying through this conversation, beginning the conversation, you know, all of that. And you can actually improve upon that. So it's nice to have baseline numbers and then have further meetings for their training, improve upon it and then see it, you know, actually, actually improve. And this is a very worthy a thing to concentrate on from the standpoint of staff training and, and using time to make this better because it's so important for the consumers, as you have said, and as I've said many times in this, in this conversation, you know, people are looking for uh, these reviews and they're making decisions based on these reviews. So uh, this is a very worthy thing to concentrate on with staff. You remember when we had Howard Fraun on and how <laughs> for all your listeners out there that heard it, it's just hilarious. It'll keep you. It'll keep you very much laughing the entire time. But it's also very good, valid information. If you haven't listened to it, you need to go find it because it is. It is extremely hilarious. But he talks about on there that that doctors, dentists are they they are willing to spend their money on some of the craziest things, technologies, all these hundreds of thousands of dollars, but won't invest in other things that will actually grow their business. And this is one thing right here I see all the time. It goes back to training the staff to ask for the referral, which leads to an increase in, re- in, in referrals or leads to an increase in reviews. If you combine and invest your money into training your staff, because remember, you're at the mercy of everything they do, to ensure that this automated way of getting good, solid reviews on a consistent basis. Remember the one Robert was just talking about, how one practice is ahead of him but they have a ton and it was all from a year plus ago. So it has to be consistent to again, get that fresh content. So Google loves you, but you have to consistently train the staff in order to have all this happen. You combine the, the automation of a great review, review platform with great training and you combine those two together, you're going to be getting multiple reviews a week and vastly outproduce your competition because most practices don't have that many. There's exceptions. There are ones out there that do, but most don't. So in your community, you could easily become the leader in online reviews by combining those two together. 
And and the ones that have a lot, obviously, in most cases, have made a push to get them. But I think the mistake is that they make a push and then they stop pushing. They they for whatever reason the staff stopped having that that dialogue, and and then that's just a recipe for someone else to get out ahead of you again. If you consistently have a mechanism to to get weekly reviews, as you said, then no one will really be able to keep up because no one is concentrating on this type of you know, staff training and, and, you know, like, like I've said, they're not just not putting a focus on it. They're putting focus elsewhere. Well, and it, it's like the consultant approach, Rob. I mean, the reason you know this as well as I do, the, the reason why they push for a while and then it goes away is there's no accountability. There's no accountability and consistency. It's the reason why we talk about consultant models not working, you know, and if there's not a grown up in the room, you may have a grown up in the room for a week and get 50 reviews, but then the grown up goes away. And it all goes right back to how it was. So I really think that, or maybe they're paying a company for the reviews. They're not actually real. And that's why you're looking at those two things. One more thing I want to touch on, and I think this is important for everybody out there. I get asked this question all the time about, gosh, Brian, or maybe they say it to another one of my employees. What do we do? We got a negative review. And I I think you should look at this a little bit differently in that you're going to get negative reviews every once in a while as long as they're few and far between, they actually validate all of your good ones. I wouldn't worry too much that Susie went out and gave you a three-star review instead of a five, as long as you're consistently getting multiple five-star reviews every week, month, year, because not only is she going to be pushed down the list and no one's going to see her, if they do, they're going to think Susie's crazy. If Susie's the one giving you a bad review, meanwhile, you have 80 or 100 or 500 other ones that are all five stars. The way the consumer looks at it is, if you, let's say you have 50 reviews. If they're all five star, something fishy is going on inside that place in the consumer mind, meaning are they paying for them? There's no way they're perfect every single time. Are they giving gifts for them? Whatever it may be. It's okay to occasionally, I'm not saying every week, but occasionally get a bad one. I'll give you a quick example. New patient group, my company, has two bad reviews. Out of all the reviews we have, they're all five stars. We have two bad ones. Now, those two bad ones came from the same person. It was a husband and wife. And there's various reasons that that happened. But I believe, and we've even had doctors come aboard and confirm this, that the type of review they left and the things they said, people look at them like they're a bunch of crazy people because of the great things all the other clients have written about us on, on our Google reviews. So I look at that as a positive thing because it validates all the good reviews that we're getting. What do you think about that? Well, I think, you, first of all, you can't please everyone. And if you had uh, you know, a number of bad reviews where there's smoke, there's fire, and it gives you an opportunity to kind of track down what is happening, you know, it could be the same thing you know, across uh, multiple of those bad reviews. And that's an opportunity to, to fix the problem as well. So I think having one here and there completely validates, you know, the, the fact that you don't have, you know, 200 five-star reviews. That looks a little odd. I would, I would definitely agree. Yeah, a little hard to have 200 five-star reviews. And guys out there, for those of you who try to please everybody, it just means you're going to please even less than you otherwise would. Be yourself. Go get them with your business. Show your personalities out there. And every once in a while, someone's not going to like you. And you know what? That's okay. Well, good conversation today. I think that people need to be, you know, the the takeaway for business owners is you need to have a mechanism uh, to A, get reviews, manage those reviews, 
And then you need to be able to be training staff to have appropriate conversations with your patients or customers so that you drive reviews forward and that you just don't drive them forward for a short period of time, but you actually have a mechanism that's sustainable, scalable, that everyone is on the same page with regard to staff and you're consistently getting good reviews uh, for your business. I think that's what will drive business forward for you uh, more than anything else in in the eyes of Google. Solid points. Agree with them all. And listeners, we appreciate you joining us. Next week, we have an exciting episode. Dr. Donna Galante is going to join us. She is an aligned faculty member and speaker. Uh, She's also a consultant and owns one of the highest orthodontic producing practices in the United States. And she'll give away a lot of the tips to her success. So that'll be a great episode. And for Robert and myself, we appreciate everyone tuning in and we'll see you next time.